0: The person may say well you've thought of this great way to ask but i know they're going to say no okay well let's have a plan for that let's let's figure out okay Mm -hmm. in the no, there's probably something i can learn from them Mm -hmm. how would i how would i get that out of them how would i get their need Mm -hmm. what is their need Mm -hmm. we haven't even talked about that you know (laughs) that's
1: exactly right right (laughs) how would i listen for that how would i remember they have a need too
0: that's right how would i coax that out of them so that we could then you know have a conversation about this thing that is bothering me and and let's let's come to some agreement folks welcome to counselors can help let's demystify the process of counseling we want to remove barriers answer your questions educate entertain and inspire you to action folks welcome back to counselors can help today we're discussing some serious relationship issues but first liza and i discuss what we did after the holidays and realized we both went to the Rose Bowl game and didn't know each other was there so we're discussing that. The Rose Bowl was played between Utah and Ohio State. Utah lost so we discussed our sadness about that, but that's the game we'll be discussing going forward. So let's get on with the show.
1: How was your Christmas?
0: Um yeah, we uh went to the football game.
1: So did we. You, you, went, you went to the Rose Bowl? Yeah. That football game? Like yeah. the football
0: game? Right. Is there any other football game?
1: Incredible. Right? That was I, such a great game. Like uh, unbelievable game.
0: I felt good about it. I I said for me the experience was a 9.5 out of 10 and would have been a 10 if they'd have won.
1: It would have been a 10 if they won. <laughs> You're right. The sad was just kind of like the helium that was like, no, no, no. <sighs> <laughs>
0: We were quite excited.
1: That is a fun arena yeah. to be in.
0: I said, like halfway through the second quarter, I was exhausted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It was kind of a madhouse.
0: I mean, I'm. I did, did you see I the parade? I was into it. I was in the whole, you know.
1: Were you? I was so...
0: screaming like banshee. <laughs> that
1: That's so fun. <sighs> so oh like, my gosh! Well,
0: well today. We've done no discussion. I guess, Zero between, prep. This I is, know. I this actually. Is our prep. When so I had knows, to text you, I'm like, he is
1: going So everyone gonna... can see
0: behind the curtain. This is our prep right here, this right now. This is our prep. This is how it's done. <laughs> um, so I have uh, over the break. I did a lot of, I guess, was just listening to a lot of podcasts, and a lot of couples things, and then it just led to a lot of spiraling of ideas, and um, I have a lot of show ideas.
1: Do you good? Because I got nothing but banter (laughs) for you.
0: Okay, so your 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 part today is to choose our topic.
1: Oh, damn it!
0: Okay. So I have uh, two choices. One is these are both, I guess, sort of couples slash relationship things. Okay. One is how to ask for stuff. Okay. How would you go about doing that? Is it wrong to ask for things? Uh, And the other is a sort of a discussion on probably what you've. Um, I think as a gotten, part of a gotten idea I've heard a lot about is this, this idea of a tune. How do you, how do you, um, when someone is upset or whatever, how do you deal with that emotion mm-hmm. in the moment? Mm-hmm. Like, what would that look like, sound like, you know, that kind of thing. So,
1: two separate topics? Two like separate two topics. shows?
0: Yeah. Okay. Which, which today sounds more interesting to you?
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> I feel like I need to listen about a tuning. I need to do some more research on that.
0: Okay. to be able to speak okay. very so we'll educatedly the, about
1: that. Yeah. How do you ask for stuff? Okay. Sounds go. delightful. Good I've heavens. just handed Liza
0: her, her, her uh. notes here for the show. It's, oh uh, it's wonderful. Oh, my word. So we're starting our show. Uh, this show will be focusing on the idea of how do you ask for stuff? How do you, when I say ask for stuff, what I'm talking about in the case of, it could be anything. could be work, could be couples, but it's like something's bugging you. Or you just want something, but generally it's something's bugging you. How do you go about throwing that out there?
1: Just throwing it out there. It's interesting (laughs) because when I was looking at the notes, um, your people want to get it right. That concept of people want to know they can get it right for you bounds to mind when asking for something. So that's where I would start is with a positive of, I would like to talk to you about something or I really appreciate how you make time for me or whatever, but people want to generally be approached about something not told.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's sort of a great uh, summary, I guess, of, of how it is, I think. But before we get into that, I wanted to hit a very quick idea. I think people often, and I've got this in my notes here. I I think people often get shamed for asking for stuff.
1: Hmm. Say more.
0: It's, it's it's not right of you to ask for... I guess where I go to is it doesn't really matter what the other person wants. If the other person wants something that you deem silly, don't they have a right to ask? Hmm. Um, if the other person asks that, hey, I'd really like for us to go on these things more or I'd really like it for you if you were showed more interest in this thing that I'm doing or really like it for you if you would maybe, you know, you used to be an active person and now you're sort of, you know, a much larger version of yourself. Is that a wrong ask (laughs) to ask of the person that you're with?
1: I don't believe inherently asking for things is wrong, but I believe there are ways that we can ask.
0: Sure, yeah. And that's and that's kind of my point. It's like, what's wrong with asking for something that maybe the other person would deem silly or superficial or whatever, but it's bugging you? You know, it's like, can I ask you to put your stuff there when you come in the house? Can I ask you to wash that dish or whatever? I mean, there's a lot of sort of, there are some silly, some would deem as silly ass, mm-hmm. right, in a relationship.
1: Silly asks, but I if you've done any couples therapy, Uh, then the couple may gain an understanding of, uh, there's a need behind there. And the need is like what it feels like to matter. And maybe a clean sink sink feels like I matter. Maybe having clutter off of this desk means I matter, meaning you heard me and that makes sense to me. And I like you and so I'm willing to move my stuff because that means something to you.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of the idea that there's no There's no bad ask, I guess. There's probably just a bad way of going about it or a bad way of perhaps treating the other person that they don't necessarily comply right away with your desire, right? There's, there's a process to work this stuff out probably.
1: Yeah, and I would want to catch the calling it bad or good of you know, which I think we've talked about in previous sessions of when someone walks through a therapy door and says like, is this right? Am I doing this good? Am I doing this bad? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? I am always hesitant to give a label to that of, and I will ask, how is it working for you? Are you able to ask a question the way you're asking it? And are you getting anywhere closer to what you need? Yeah. And so to maybe see it as instead of good or bad, like, is it working? I have needs. I, you know, I think it is okay to ask. And is the way I'm asking questions that doesn't seem to be working.
0: Right. Yeah. And so that, to me, this, this idea is, this is where conflict can start, right? I haven't ask either in the past you've said no or have blown off my request or you're not listening to what I'm saying and I'm, I'm ready, I'm invigorated, I'm going to come back with a new, with a new ask. Mm-hmm. But yet this could develop into a huge argument, if done wrong, potentially. Yeah,
1: if, if you're triggering each other, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right.
1: If you do it the same way and there's been arguments in the past, Highly likely that pattern will stay the same.
0: And I think those, it turns into an argument, are ass that don't really sound like ass, right? They're like, sure. how come you never? Right. Why don't you? You always seem to. Y- those kinds of things. Right. Right? It's, right? And those are sort of frustration ass, sure. right? The person is boiling inside and mm-hmm. it spills out into a long list of what you're doing wrong.
1: Grievances. And yeah. And and in, in the examples you just used a really quick fix, just a life hack is to try to stay away from absolutes. Always, never. And why, why is not an absolute. But if I say to somebody, why do you put that there? Why do you do it that way? Immediately, are you responsive or are you reactive to that? Are you channel are you contemplating a defense when I start with why so I will say to a couple what if we just take out why just simple linguistics if you don't say why the other person is not formulating an argument back yeah. to you
0: yeah well and I and I would and that's kind of what I want to do with today's show is just to get into what what what's the making of a good ask mm. I guess what what builds that? Um, and then as I was making my notes and thinking about this and then, and and some of this I think is a little bit mechanical and I do think is hard to do in the moment. If you're, if you're in the moment, you're upset and now you're trying to ask for something in that (laughs) moment. I think it's very hard to formulate this out in a good way.
1: Bullet point number one. (laughs) I was just thinking that do not (laughs) try to ask when flooded.
0: Yeah. You're angry. You can sort of feel the anger. You just want to lash out as to this and get to these absolutes of why, how come, mm-hmm. what's the matter, why, you know, you blah, never, blah, blah. You never,
1: you always. Right,
0: yeah. So those aren't really ass, right? We would say those are bad examples of ass, But they are, a, they are a need crying out, right, mm-hmm. that hasn't been met and yeah. is absolute frustration that this thing continues, mm-hmm. whatever that thing is and whatever mm-hmm. that need is. I put some, some notes in here trying to simplify this, at least in my mind. And at the, at the end here, I've got the, these long pages of notes are really four asks that I actually wrote out word for word on different scenarios that I thought we could you know, maybe pick one or two and go over. It's like, wh- what would I think a good ask mm-hmm. look like? So the first one is A, aware, be aware. Is this a good time to ask, right? What you just said, it's like, am I upset, flooded, or they does it seem like this is a good time to go for the ask Mm -hmm. and take some awareness of what's going on in the room? Right.
1: Yeah. And if it has some emotion behind it, highly likely it's come up before, right? It's one of these perpetual type issues that I'm now at this place where I have got, we've got to do something about this. I can't stand it anymore. We've fought about it for a long time. Mm -hmm. So being aware, I would say, give your partner a shout across the bow, whether they're at work or in, uh, at home together with you that you, you are aware of and make them aware that you would like to talk. The shout across the bow is, Hey, do you have a minute? Hey, could we talk about something? Mm -hmm. I would really, this is important to me. Do you have time today?
0: Yeah, what is the subject, you know, roughly, you know, whatever. There's lots of ways, but but certainly that awareness of, do they look like, as I look in their eye, do they seem like they're in a frame ah. of mind that would want to talk about this sure. thing? Or are there five other things we've already gotten into it, you know, whatever, the kids are rampaging and blah, blah, mm, blah. Sure. Know. Does this seem like it's <laughs> the the one the thing the that's The ideal
1: time <laughs> to discuss something we continuously <laughs> argue about. No. Yeah. That's the the cool thing of a shout across the bow is it may be something just happened that triggered the emotion in you and you let that subside and you become aware of, I really want to talk about this. And then you ask for a time. Could we set aside some time to talk about this? Yeah. Give that, the person time to think. Yeah.
0: And that would be my my B in this case, my A, B, C, D approach is bring in the right person. And I got this idea. I was listening to a lot of um, it's called Marriage Therapy Radio. It's another podcast. Hmm. It's there it came up with this this idea, was talking about this concept, and I think it's really right. He said, Bring in the right person. And what does that mean is you're trying to resonate or the that thing and the other person that you want in that conversation. So if you're really trying to 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 reach the father you're really trying to reach that savvy money person you're really you know whatever you've got a subject matter you're trying to get to you're trying to sort of bring in that person that you would feel is the person you want to talk to how do i find that person in this in this ask mm-hmm. so it's 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 trying to bring out the you know, hey, if you've got a time, you know, l- later I'd like to talk about a money thing and I'd like to, for you to bring your kind of a money sensibility into this
1: So you're asking discussion. for them to bring the right person right. as well.
0: You're, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out, or not figure out, but ask them to bring that person you're you want to talk to. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I'd never thought of it that way before, but I think that does make sense.
1: Yeah, it actually, I don't know if this will connect, but it reminds me of sitting in like elementary school and having a teacher say, put on your thinking cap <laughs> as if true. there's like something else that I'm going to do, but you really, it's preparatory Yeah. to, we're going to have a conversation about this and I need your financial savvy self to show up. That would be super helpful for this discussion today. That's a compliment to them that you believe they have a financial savvy person in there. That's right. It's also showing them, giving some preparatory feelings about I would like to talk to you about something financial. So bringing the right person makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And it's like that. And it, like you said, uh, and I think we'll, as we talk through later examples, get at this idea of complimenting them and bringing something. And that is the C is the the sort of catch something right. So, um, we've talked about this before, but I think you can include it in an ask, which could be like, Hey, I've really seen that skill in you before. I really appreciate it when you do it that way or talk to our son that way Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. I think he really appreciates that. Um, i really like to talk about that kind of thing or bring that skill that you bring of, of talking to others. I really appreciate that and mm-hmm. like to have that in our conversation, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. I mean, there's there's yeah. a way of sort of bringing out the, the good, I guess, that is, gets, I think, more to what you just said. If people want to be asked, they want to be drawn in, they don't mm-hmm. want to be given told. ultimatums and they don't
1: want to be told. <laughs> I will often say that to a couple is tell me about the first time you remember not liking being told what to do. It's really young. We don't like being told what to do. Yeah. From even in a parental figure when you give a child options, things tend to go more smoothly.
0: And I think it does open up the ask person to open up the room because I can tell you that if somebody comes to me sort of yelling with a frown on their face I'm immediately I'm fighting whatever Defensive. they got. I'm against whatever they're bringing. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> care what it is. I'm already against we're it. We're no against is, it. is the answer. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you don't want to bring that frowny face angry person, mm-hmm. you know, to the table if you're trying to ask for something or ask, look for a change and some and these and what I'm f- referring to is these things can be quite difficult or kind of thorny kind of things. I mean, I wrote down early on my notes here, what if we're talking about, um, you know, simple things like even just less, you know, the dishes or picking up stuff, but it could be things like, you know, your kid's motivation, you know, getting a job, they're doing poorly in school, you know, building up to maybe more important things like maybe your spouse has an addiction or, I mean, we're getting into big, heavy things Mm -hmm. here what do we do about that? How I see another person in front of me destructing, how do I get them to change? Mm -hmm. Or at least get them to think about changing or Mm -hmm. let's talk about what that would look like. Mm -hmm. Yelling at them probably isn't going to bring the change that I
1: want to have. (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) But it feels like the right thing to do. It Mm -hmm. feels like the situation calls for a yell, Mm -hmm. a scolding. Mm -hmm. And... It almost never works, I mm-hmm. think. I think yeah. the, the the results would, would bear that out. So the third thing is a, a desire, A, B, C, D. So I want to assess the situation, bring the right person, catch something going well, and then tell them what I would like. What's my desire out of this thing? My dream. Well, mm-hmm. how, why would it be important to me? My dream is that, boy, I really would love it if we used to be way more active as a couple. We would do these things together. And we just don't seem to do any of that stuff anymore. And I really like to get back to, you know, whatever it is. We used Mm -hmm. to go hiking all the time. We don't seem to do that anymore. Um, I just felt really close to you when we used to do those things. And I, I just want to get back to that. I wonder if we could talk about that. Right. That's a dream, right?
1: It's a dream. It's, uh, I mean, it doesn't fit as well with the ABCD, but it's the need stating the need right? Of what is it that I need or what is the, I mean, the desire is a little different than a need, but, um, I love the phrase, it would mean the world to me in an ask, or it, it would mean, it gives, it gives context to it. It, it would mean the world to me if you loaded the dishes after a meal, they're not going to, no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't mean the world to you. (laughs) That's not an argument, right? That wouldn't mean the world to you. Uh, uh, No, actually that means so much to me. Why does that mean a lot to you? I, I feel like I matter.
0: Well, and I, I agree. I think this, we do this in small ways, but then I got to thinking about this idea and I don't know if dreams the right word, but then I thought, you know what? There was a famous person who gave a speech about this many years (laughs) ago and who wanted something. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So Dr. King Mm -hmm. did not give a speech about how come you people can't seem to do what I want. Pull it together. Right? Mm -hmm. Was there a speech on that? No, there was not. Mm -hmm. There was a speech on I have a dream. I have a dream on what this world could look like.
1: Yeah powerful. People
0: way more plug into that than why can't you people get it right? Yeah. Or, why you know, I mean, that's a, that's a larger, I think, macrocosm, but I think he had it right. I think his ideas on this were, were spot on, that he appealed to people's inner good mm-hmm. and that what his dream matched their dream mm-hmm. and that it could be done. Mm-hmm. And so that idea, I think, is central to this whole thing. It's like, how do you get your dream to match the good or the positive in the other person. Mm -hmm. So different,
1: isn't that? Isn't that so different than the, if that happens one more time, I can't even, which you're really, you've arrived at the same place being frustrated about something, but we can either throw the ultimatum and have the same pattern, the same experience, or we can figure out the need What is it about the cluttered desk, about the full dishes, about the kid, about the way the spouse talks to the kid? What is it?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The need.
1: There is a need in there. Yeah.
0: And that's part of the I have a dream speech. I guess you Mm can give your own dream about what Mm -hmm. this would look like, what this would mean to me. What's what is the need? I mean, I think that's a great place for all that Mm -hmm. uh, stuff in there. So seems straightforward, right? But it's it's hard to pull it all together in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> seems straightforward <laughs> yeah. until
1: you're flooded, yes, and then yeah. you need twenty minutes to process, yeah to let all the chemicals dissipate in your body, not see red, and to think about it ahead of time, Start it's like again.
0: sort of draft it out, like okay, how would I say all these things um and what I got on here is at the end of let's say you do get all that, and we'll go through a couple of examples here I've written out some sort of lengthy examples just to uh, do a couple of scenarios, but um how can you support me with that dream could be sort of the next you know iteration of this thing and and oh by the way let's say you do get out this this great speech and the person does commit to whatever it is you're asking them to now i think there's a little bit of onus on you the asker you had better start acknowledging their change mm-hmm. right coming in the future hey wow i asked you to do the thing and you did that's awesome
1: you that's awesome and the cool thing is it's the same sentence that means the world to me yeah there is not an argument for what what matters to someone else yeah. they okay wow that's cool i didn't know i could get it right like that no.
0: but i think there's the asker there there can be sometimes i think people they're when they are at this spot where they are very frustrated and the person does change and they look at that change and they kind of go, that's right. I mean, they think internally, like, mm. you better do it that <laughs> way. You know, <laughs> you're thinking in- in- internally, right? It's like, turn on the charm, man. This is the time to lay it on, yeah. right? Hey, that is awesome. You know, that you are doing that.
1: That means a me. lot. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's because they're having to d- do a new pattern. They're having to change. They're having to upset the way they've thought of stuff before, perhaps. And they need some encouragement, that's probably. Right. It, that's that part you can do, for mm-hmm. sure. I've got some demos of some asks here. Some are quite, uh, uh, three of them. And I have one I was going to ask my audience for rating the podcast, so I, <laughs> 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 I put that on the back. Nice. I may do that as a commercial as part of the show. But um, So I've got three of them here. Like one is it. an ask for, like I said, a spouse for addiction. One is an ask for uh, talking to a teen about motivation. Another is encouraging a spouse to go to the doctor about some health thing. So they're all... I think, fairly important.
1: Many things you run into.
0: And you probably, especially in family therapy, see this idea of motivation, I guess. So maybe maybe that's a good one to start on. Uh, I wrote, hey, son, any chance you could help me with something? I was very proud the other day when you were helping your brother. I know you didn't have to do that, uh, but you really helped him out, and it really helped the family by keeping that event on track, you know, whatever it was. So you have a good heart. I'd really like to see you helping others, too, and I wonder if you ever thought about a job that is more geared towards helping others. It would make me happy to see that you had something you were doing that made you feel good about helping others and and proud of yourself, too. I just wonder if we could talk about that or how I could help you do that.
1: Super open. I'm hearing all the things the teen would say back to you. Or to someone like that. And, and defensiveness would, um, if this is a new pattern, defensiveness would creep in probably of, oh, that feels so laced. That's...
0: And so that's why you want to certainly make it your own words. You want to somehow, right? No, make I it more... like
1: that though, that you, that just trying it, just saying, hey, I noticed this good you did with your brother. And I think that you're really that's that's a unique quality of yours for helping others in that way. Have you ever thought about doing anything like that? I think that's huge of noticing something they do well and using that towards starting a conversation
0: yeah um would it work? Don't know.
1: Well, it will definitely go better than you helped your brother. <laughs> Why can't you get a job?
0: That's right. Why can't you help us? How come you never, you know, this, whatever that, you know. Yeah, you sort could of have taken a,
1: also a very positive thing of helping the brother and turning it on the teen. Yeah. You know, you help them. I know you can.
0: Yeah, so in this case, the A, B, C, D was aware. You certainly you want to pick the time. The B was bring the right person. I'm trying to draw out that helping person, that you know, person that may have never thought of that before, that hmm, maybe I do like helping people. And I'm catching something that went right because I saw the thing the person did. And now I'm trying to think about how would I sh- phrase my desire, I guess, in a way that is, I think it would be palatable for a teenager.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know about, I would be so happy because I don't know that that's teens goals to make their parents happy, but I I see that. And I think, yeah, that would, how would I word a desire or a, um, I'd really like to see
0: you happy that you found something that made you excited, you know, or whatever.
1: Right. I even think of like some mentoring at that point of, I have found that when I am uh, productive or, or helping someone else, it's really fulfilling to me. And I wonder if you might feel that way yeah. too, like maybe tell a personal experience about helping and encouraging how that's worked for you. And that would, that would mean a lot to me to just, I'm excited to see what you choose to do. Cause I know that we find fulfillment in this.
0: So that that is one, I guess, we're just about out of time here. That's one way or way to sort of combine all that. And, and like I said, I fully understand, it was, if somebody were to say, that seems like a lot. That list is, seems like a lot of stuff in there to ask for something. And I'm not saying that that, that that statement is wrong. I think there is sort of a lot of stuff in there. And that's why you would want to think about this ahead of time. You'd want to give it some thought and bring, you know, like be at the right time and have thought about the words you want to say, because if the thing is important and big, you kind of don't want to blow it. You don't want to turn into a new argument. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is important to get it started in the right direction. Um, what else have you got?
1: Yeah, it may, I, I mean, I like that you said it may be a lot, but it may be clunky at first, like that. A, B, C, D, maybe that feels like a lot to remember, but uh, you do it once and you see how different it is. You then do it twice, a little less clunky. You do it three times and it becomes a little more like something you believe in. Then you do it again and it, it really starts to just become your pattern of asking. And there you go. And the pattern is changed. Yeah.
0: And that's all you're looking for really like it right is that that pattern of we don't want to get into an argument over this big thing the person probably is resistant to it a little bit because they haven't done it to this point. That's right. Right. Or their or their habits have been not going in that direction. We got to mm-hmm. change something. We got to reverse a big pattern here. And and sometimes I guess the this A, B, C, D idea is just to get the thing started. Now it's sort of your job to then then say, okay, what does this mean to me? Or what is my need here exactly? Or yeah. can you see it from my perspective? But yeah. also, you're going to probably have to listen a lot, right? Yeah. Because the person may start to get a little defensive right away. Mm-hmm. And that, and that gets to another discussion we'll have uh, on another show of, of, of this idea of what if the person is defensive or angry or upset, how to deal with emotion in, an, in a conversation and have it not blow up the conversation. Mm-hmm. Can a person come to a conversation a little bit upset, mm-hmm. a little bit angry, and not have you match their mm-hmm. anger?
1: Such a critical piece, <laughs> yeah,
0: and that I think is the ultimately the hardest skill of all. Is you're, we're in, in this show we talked about sort of setting the table, right? It's we're, we're trying to get the thing going in a good direction, but we're definitely going to have to come with more than that because the person may get upset at the ask. They may say something a little bit edgy. Mm -hmm. If it's a
1: perpetual thing, yes, they will. You can pretty much bank on it.
0: Yeah. How do you then respond to that? Mm -hmm. Um because the person may say, well you've thought of this great way to ask, but I know they're gonna say no. Okay. Well let's have a plan for that. Let's let's figure out okay. Mm -hmm. In the no there's probably something I can learn from them. Mm-hmm. How would I how would I get that out of them? How would I get their need? Mm-hmm. What is their need? Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about that. You know? <laughs> that's
1: exactly right. Right? <laughs> how would I listen for that? You have how would to I remember they have a need too?
0: That's right. How would I coax that out of them so that we could then you know have a dis- conversation about this thing that is bothering me and and let's let's come to some agreement. So mm-hmm. um, any thoughts on that? Just this this sort of a, an idea of setting it up, but there's more to it. I think you would agree.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot more to it, but the outline of that gives you the the right scaffolding to be able to, even if it's clunky that you start, and even that, just having that scaffolding is different than the way you've been doing it. So even if one side changes, one person comes to that, and the other person is argumentative or defensive, stick with it. Stick with stick with the scaffolding. See what happens. Mm -hmm. That's a new pattern.
0: Yeah. You may be shocked, honestly, Um, or the person or you may, you know, in the best case, like I said, maybe it is a little argumentative initially, but then maybe they they are convinced or decide, hey, maybe this is the best way to go. But now there's more again. There's either. The follow-on to that is you encouraging them, you noticing their change, you helping mm-hmm. them with mm-hmm. the change, and and appreciating their effort mm-hmm. um, is all part of this. Sure. So they're they're sort of the setup, the what to do if they're angry, and how to follow through if in fact they do do what you ask them to do. I think are all just sort of massive parts of this whole thing that mm-hmm. we're never really shown or taught or or think about ultimately. No. We just come in with a hammer. Just come
1: and go. <laughs> in and know that that's bugging you, <laughs> and you want it fixed. Yeah, now
0: <laughs> fix it, or you didn't fix the mm-hmm. thing that you said you would yesterday, and now now it's even worse. Now you told me worse. you would, and now you're not doing it. You know, <laughs> so uh, not effective. We could all agree that's probably not going to work. Um, okay, any last thoughts on that? I, I think we're just sort of setting up the the idea of, um, I guess, an ask. It's more than an ask, right? There's way more to it than that, but. But really, these parts aren't that cosmic or that hard, are they? Right? No. It's just, st- like you said, I think you said it, you got to yeah. stick with the strategy mm-hmm. right, and not have anger bubble out yeah. or frustration bubble out, which yeah. has probably come out before.
1: Yeah, there there's has to be, which is a totally separate podcast, but you're also teaching the other person that it's safe for them to do it different, too. And that's going to take time to um, say to weigh in on that and say, hmm, well, they're doing it different, but do I trust that? Or are they just going to blow up about it? That We have track records, right? We have all these past experiences, especially with a perpetual issue. So yeah, it's bigger than just a one-time ask. It's preparatory. It's setting it up right. It's sticking with it. It's following
0: up. And this doesn't mean, I'm sorry. This doesn't mean that your marriage is falling apart necessarily, right? You have an issue that needs a a resolution, right? You have an issue with your child that needs a resolution. Mm -hmm. And you're tired of this thing that you have probably that's Mm -hmm. been going on for how long? Um, there's a process to get out of that, mm-hmm. um, but 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 likely I think we could all agree it, it it does take time. It takes a different thought process. It takes some preparation to bring it. Yeah, a way that is really going to work and practice honestly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. these words just coming out of your mouth to the other person in a different ways feels clunky and weird. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's <laughs> the best way to describe that. Is it feels clunky and weird. Stick with it. Stick with it. It's worth it. Yeah, you will change the pattern of communication.
0: Yeah, it's okay if they're looking at you as like, "What are you saying? <laughs> why are you, why are you speaking this way? Even what? if
1: you are speaking in A, B, <laughs> C, why are you doing that? What are you
0: up to? <laughs> I am up to all good, good intentions. So all anyway, um, yeah, I think this is a good springboard hmm. for some follow-on ideas of like how would these different processes go, right? Because they're all very realistic right. and how that would actually occur in the in the scenario, I guess. So. All right, with that, we'll, we'll close it down. We we'll talked about how to ask for something. We'll certainly get to these other parts that we brought up in this, uh, in this session of Counselors Can Help. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself through a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Fink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.